Hello, this is V Media, and this is the first time I'm doing a audio version of one of my reviews on this new podcast, which I'm not sure anyone will listen to, but we're going to give it a go because uh, I'm going to give you news about a musical that's now at the Hill Barn Theater in Foster City, California, and they are a theater company that's in their 70s, been around for many years out there in the Foster City Foster City area of the area, Bay Area Peninsula. So I might be a bit tongue-tied at times, but we'll get through this. I want to tell you about their current musical that is opening their 72nd, let's check here, what is it? It is going to be the, uh, I think it's the 72nd season. I'm going to verify that. And I guess you have time to wait for me to make sure that I don't give you the wrong information. And uh, nope, I'm sorry. I guess I don't have it here, but it'll be somewhere in my text. Trust me, it's been around a long time. It's way older than I am, which is old. So story. Uh, that's 61 years old, and the musical West Side Story is more relevant than than ever. Uh, West Side Story is, this West Side Story at the Hill Barn is full of life, full of talent, and showcases the perfect union of music and dance. And I'll, I'll give you some notes about this musical in Foster City. The Sharks and Jets are in their classic rumble mode in Hill Barn Theater's production of West Side Story. Hillbarn Hill celebrates this stunning musical's important anniversary currently on stage at the Foster City stage only through September 16th. Hillbarn Theater opens their 78th season with this classic musical. Artistic director Dan Dimmer says this musical is important for today's issues about immigration. He goes on to say the plea for tolerance at the core of West Side Story continues to resonate through its outstanding musical score and time-tested story. This broadcast classic continues to have relevance for a very new generation. Director Erica Wyman A. Abrahamson, let's make sure I get these names right, has assembled a brilliant cast of 30 actors and dancers. It's choreographed by Tim Harvest who honors the complete conception of the original choreographer, Jerome Robbins, and his groundbreaking dances as the cast does their best in a very small space out in Foster City to lift this show to brilliance. Musical director Rick Reynolds conducts a show-stopping 22-piece orchestra that truly captures Bernstein's original complex score. Bernstein Stephen Sondheim and Arthur Lewensis would be incredibly impressed by Reynolds' amazing orchestration that brings this excellent production its full force sound. Bernstein and Sondheim's music is still riveting at 61 years, at riveting 61 years later. The matchup of Latino influences and the classic Broadway tunes conjure a stunning score with influential songs like Tonight, Maria, and Something's Coming. They were matched by Robin's brilliant choreography and Harvard's, Harvard's 
uh, willingness to recreate those same moves. This re-imaging of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet is known for its deft staging that showcases hip jazz choreography executed by a talented and youthful cast. West Side Story scored two Tonys in 1958, and that was the year that Music Man took Best Musical. So um, West Side was not voted Best Musical back in the 50s. Hillbarn Theater brings a powerful show with dazzling choreography by Harvard and stunning fight scenes by Zoe Swanson Graham. The opening protologue number takes us deep into the story of the rivalry from the first note. The company springs onto stage, completely using designer King Long Wang's busy, bulky set. Wang's bridal shop is full of but the Doc's diner seems to be distracting and seem to me to make it difficult for the company to really work around and dance effectively. The diner is only used two times in the show, yet it sits in the middle of the stage as an eyesore throughout the whole show. One of the only down points I had about watching this musical. The, chromas- the chr- charismatic uh, Jeffrey Brian Adams plays Tony, and he has been uh, collecting some well-earned rave reviews whenever he is on stage here in the Bay Area. Adams can add this to his list of triumphs. He projects a use a youthful energy, which at first seems at odds with Tony's gang leader, but barrels his soul when he is love-struck, and everything in the world becomes possible for him. Soaring renditions of Something's Coming and Maria and the duets of Tonight and One Hand, One Heart fill the stage with his bold emotion and excellent voice. The delightful Anna Paul Malagon plays Maria. She shines with the yearning of a girl longing for love and meaning radiant and finding it, and unshakable in her faith. She protects a Maria, playful yet innocent in nature. Her voice is full and lovely, blending beautifully with Adam's voice in their duets, including the unforgettable tonight. Daniela Filippa is terrific as Anita. The fireball freely emits to her physical longing for Bernardo, the gang leader of the Jets. Well, protecting Maria's virtue. She sings the very critically and famous pop song, America, seductively in the quintet, and is feverish in a boy like that. And her dancing is amazing. In that, she is well matched with George Diaz as Bernardo, her boyfriend. His performance captures Bernardo's wounded pride and the need to have a place for his in his new home uh, to lead him through his gang life and his natural leadership is also evident. The amazing energy Diaz and Felipe perform in Dance at the Gym have a stiff competition from the Jets leader, Riff. You know what? I think I mentioned that Bernardo is a Jet. He is actually a shark. But I'm not going to go back and correct that. You've got it straight. The white kids are the Jets, and the kids from Puerto Rico are the Sharks. Excuse me for my hiccup. Rish, who is a Jet, is played by the accomplished Joshua Frampton. And the keen Brenna Van Gassel is his girlfriend, Gracie. 
Frampton's portrayal of Riff underscores his cool head and determination to hang on to his hard-won street cred. In his encounter with his best friend, Pony, he, re he reveals his vulnerability and his affirmation of their bond and friendship. Frampton is also a talented dancer, and in the dance numbers, Jet song, and Cool, he proves that. Percy and Sondheim's music and lyrics are one of the main reasons for the enduring strength with a list of iconic songs that include America, Somewhere, and I Feel Pretty. The large, talented cast of 30 all have strong vocals and dance skills. Their lively performance never stops. They are at 100% all the time. Uh, their voices are perfect in A Boy Like That, in costume designer Raven Winters dresses, the female company swoon with color and, and motion. Uh, Winters, with assistance from Isaac Booth, costumes are spot on and beaming in the gym scene. Perfectly fit the young men striving to look tough and the young ladies hopping to be desired between New York cool and Puerto Rican topical senses of style. The girls' wigs are 50s perfect, also by Winter, along with the authentic props designed by Phyllis Carmen. The Jets fly on stage the iconic number of pools set in the diner and include the sizzling Dak Swartz, James Scott, Neil Rushnock, and Luke Arnold. The Jet girls are all stellar, including Rachel Abbey, Kristen Baker, Daniela Chicklin, and Florana O'Neill. The Sharks are dressed in their maroon and red tops and include Armand Arcapi, Jose Valientes, Carlos Nunez, Catherine Kravinsky, and Victor Valaquez. Uh, <laughs> Hope I got their names right. The director brings the classic ballet scene back to the second act. It is part of the extended version of I Feel Pretty, featuring two wonderful dancers, Rushnok and Checklin. Harvath is content to reproduce Robin's original choreography as faithfully as possible. The dream sequence ballet is particularly well done and well choreographed with the white uniforms that both the Jets and the Sharks wear, shifting into a second from a beautiful ballet by Ballantyne to a violent knife welding brutality as both Bernardo and Riff return in the dream sequence to recreate their battle death. Other notable performances include the excellent Richard Ames in the adult cast as Doc, diner owner, the cocky Schwan Bender as Officer Krupke, and his thug pop pal Gladhand, played by David Blackburn. The imposing Marty Lee Jones as the bigoted gang member uh, Trank, and Maria's intended boyfriend is well played by Jose Galiente. Also excellent is Katie Moffin as the tough tomboy uh, anybody, anybody, excuse me, and the tall, impressive Tyler Harding plays the big thug, very protective jet, and his name, excuse me, his jet diesel. The scene stealer is the confident and charismatic Tucker Gold as Baby John. The gang still creates some dark moments, and Edith's close call with the Jets sets off 
a rape scene that is very dramatic and well staged by the director. The lighting design by Pamela Gray was dark and gloomy for many of the sensitive dance numbers and fight scenes. Stage manager Daniela Santana Holmes kept the large cast on cue and led a busy run crew creating the diner multi-set with a very smooth transition. Bernstein's complex score is one of the most difficult to recreate, and when it is done correct, it will wow you. Music director Reynolds assembled a first-rate kit of musicians that brings this musical to life. You can just enjoy the texture of this musical by the orchestrations alone. Reynolds' works, Reynolds' works is applauded because of his 22-piece polish orchestra. They steal this already well-executed production. The props by Garnon's team include the correct items from Maria's bridal shop, the mannequins, Doc Steiner, and all the weapons in the rumble are brought together by a stellar props department. Especially member, uh, memorable, of course, are the mannequins I just mentioned. And the adoring uh, song, with two lovers, uh, that they sing, one hand, one heart, while in the dress shop, dressing up the mannequins as if they are to be married. The opening week and sold out crowds were on their feet at show's end. West Side Story remains a powerful classic Broadway history that still shines in 2018. So up next at the Hill Barn is Noses Off, opening fall, October 11th. And the Bay Area premiere of Ken Ludwig's Leading Ladies opens next spring in 2019. But in the meantime, I've given this a go-see that you experience Hill Barnes Theater's current winning production of this American theater classic, West Side Story. This is a perfect way to begin your fall theater season. So that concludes my first uh, podcast attempt. Whoever was listening, sorry for all my mistakes, but I wasn't going to go back and reread it. So we sat here together and listened to everything that I wasn't very clear about. But you're welcome to read all my other reviews at vmediabackstage.com. And you can also take a look at my reviews at the Critic Circles Theater Bay Area link on Facebook or directly at their website. Thanks for listening in. We'll have another review here uh, in another day.